0: From Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. This is the Real World Business Analysis Podcast. And now your host, Carolise.
1: Hello everybody, this is your girl Carolise. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to my new followers, right? If you haven't been following my podcast and now you've joined, thank you for joining and welcome to the place where it's cool to be a B.A., all right? <laughs> I am your B.A. coach, Carolise. I'm going to help you with your career. I'm going to help you to get started, if you haven't started yet. I'm going to help you to grow if you're already working as a B.A., this is the place you want to be because here we're lively, okay? We're not dead and boring. You're tired of those dead, boring professors, aren't you? You're tired of those YouTube videos. You're like, oh my God, I want to sleep. This is not the place for that. We're talking about work-related things, but we have vibes and we have spunk and we keep you awake and we give you good advice so you're at the right place. If you have not been following me on YouTube, also go check out my YouTube channel at Carolise, and there you'll find more training materials for free to help you excel and grow in your career and also Check out the website. I have lots of free tools on there. There's a fit test I think you should try out to make sure you're fit for the BA role and many other free and interesting things including articles and templates, etc So you saw the title of this uh, podcast episode and what we're going to be talking about today are the things that immigrants Worry about when they're trying to get their first job that they do not need to worry about. Misconceptions that immigrants have about starting their career in the country that they immigrated to. So we're going to clear that up in this episode because as you guys know, I do consultations. So we have some paid consultations. This one is not free, okay? You pay for the consultation. You get my time to help you think about either the job that you're currently working on or the project you're currently working on, or help you to get started in the field by knowing how to do the interview. One of my most successful consults is called the BA Interview Success Blueprint. And in that one, I help you understand how to get get through successfully the BA interview. There's a number of things that you have to know to be able to get through the interview. And I help you learn those things in that call. By the time you're done with that uh, consult it's just an hour and a half but you have been set on the right path you're clear in what you need to do you understand your next steps and you know what to do in the interview you will have the confidence I cannot give you confidence but I can tell you what you need to know that will give you the confidence right, right. so that you can excel in the interview and land that job so that consult is very 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 successful it's a paid consult. So go to my website, com. that's k-a-r-a-l-e-i-s-e dot com, to check out that consult. Now, in the course of doing that consult, I meet a lot of people. And some people tell me things, um, that they've heard, that they understood, that they have acted on, about getting their first job as a PA. And a lot of what they're acting on, are misconceptions. Nothing nagasa. No <laughs> You know I'm Jamaican, so I gotta put some of that patwa in there. Not no so. All right, lie them I tell you. <laughs> That's Jamaican for you. All right, but basically, it's somehow these ideas get floated around, and people think it's true, and they give into that fear, and it stops them from really going out there and being the powerful applicant, confident applicant, and just getting in there and getting that job. So here's a couple of the things that people have you know limiting beliefs about that really doesn't need to be so for example they always think that as an immigrant and you just migrated to an you know a foreign country that for you to get a job it's going to be harder for you because you don't have work experience in the current country that you live in so i had some people who i've spoken to from for example the uk and they may have just you know immigrated from Nigeria or from some other African country or the Caribbean or wherever and they say well I'm trying to get my first job here in the UK and I don't have any experience working in the UK so I know that's gonna be a you know make it harder for me who told you that <laughs> what why did you think that if you have experience in your home country that's experience um, It's applicable wherever you go in the world. Okay, So the idea that you have to have worked in that country for you to get the job is not true. When people interview you, you should be able to bring to the table so much wealth of experience and knowledge that it doesn't even matter where you got this experience and knowledge, which country you were in at the time when you got it. It's a matter that you understand what to do, that you have done wherever you're coming from, and that you can do again where you are right now. So remove that thought from your head that you have to have work experience in the country that you're in to be able to get a job there. Remove it from your brain, it's not true. When I came to this country, coming from Jamaica, and I've traveled many countries before I settled here, but when I came here and I wanted to get my first job, I didn't have a job here yet. How can you? You have to start somewhere. And I was able to land a very good business analyst job with a high paying salary, and everything I used in the interview was my experience and my job back home. Because the, the thinking is there. The way to analyze is there. The important thing that they're looking for is there. Where you do it is the least important thing. So don't worry about that. kind not of a problem. And that dovetails into the next point, which is many people have counseled on their careers. They're making this mistake, and it's because somebody's telling them this thing, and I don't know who they're hearing from. They have a belief, and let me know if you're one of those people. Send me an email or something, let me know. They have a belief that they have to hide their work experience from their previous country where they lived before. So let's say you're from India, and you've been working as, let's say, a QA or something in India, and you come to Canada, for example, right? Right? And you don't want to put on your resume that you are a QA in Canada. <laughs> right? You don't want to put on your um, your resume that you were a QA in Canada. Because somebody told you, I mean a QA in India, sorry. Because somebody told you that you cannot put your experience in India because they're not going to consider you for the job in Canada. Where in the world are you guys getting that from? It's bad advice. Don't listen to it. As a matter of fact, a lot of people, they omit the best part of themselves, which is the work that they did in their home countries. And that's why they're not getting the job in the country that they're in, because they have created a vacuum for what they did before they moved to the new country. And lots of the things that you did in your home country could be transferable skills that you can tap into, you can lean into, to help you to get the current job you're looking for in the current country you're in. But you've somehow believed that you can't talk about what you did in your own country. I know people who worked in banking. There's this one lady who I, I coached, and she used to be a bank manager back in Nigeria. And she had so much experience and knowledge. She was actually very, very knowledgeable. And she said, no, I can't put that because I'm trying to be a BA, and I can't put bank manager. So my phone was ringing. Apparently there is a bad weather and um, I'm going to get someone to pick up my my daughter for me because I don't want her to be out there in bad weather. So yeah, this lady is a bad manager and she wanted to omit all of that from her resume. How terrible is that? Now she's going to have to make up some fake story, which is going to lead to my next point too, because she don't want to tell the truth about where she worked and, and where she's coming from. It's unfortunate. Your entire life you have to avoid talking about with so much wealth of information that would help you to become maybe the next hire and you can't even mention it because you're ashamed of where you're from or you've been given some bad advice that you can't mention your home country. It's ridiculous. Don't listen to that. It's nonsense. All right? Which brings me to the next point where people are omitting things from their resume And they're actually lying on the resume. I've talked about this over and over again. And you all know what I'm going to say. Stop. Stop lying on the resume. Now, you can make your resume tweet to fit what they're looking for on the job description. There's nothing wrong with that. If you know they're looking for SQL, you put their SQL experience. If you know they're looking for someone with experience in Power BI, you put Power BI, whatever it is. That's okay because you need to highlight your strengths in the things that they care about, not necessarily on the things that you are good at, right? But what people are doing is they're inventing, inventing things that don't exist that they never did, making up a whole bunch of stuff and they're being told Okay, so now that you're in Canada and you want to get a BA job, you have to change your resume and you got to put on there that you've been a BA for 10 years. And if you're trying to apply for banking, for example, you got to put some payments on there. Put payments, payments, payments. I know one person who told me that the recruiters kept calling her and telling her, we want to put your resume through, but you don't have all of the, the things we're looking for, so put the things you're looking for in your resume. Just like that, it's like... People are okay with doing anything under the table, not having good morals, not being an upstanding individual. I will stand on the truth any day of the week. And I believe that because I am an upstanding moral person and I'm not doing the wrong thing, God, the universe, everything is going to come together for my good. And if I need to get this job, I'm going to get it on my own merit. I am not going to have to lie. I'm not going to have to pretend. I'm not going to have to be disingenuous to get the job. I will stand on my morality. And a lot of people are just willing to do whatever for whatever. They will lie. They'll make up stuff. They will cheat. They'll do anything because they're... End objective is, we need to get this money so I can pay my bills, so I can do this stuff, blah, 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 and that's all they care about. It's unfortunate. And it's wrong. You should stop doing it. You don't need to lie on the resume. You can tweak the resume. You can make sure it's most appropriate for the job. That's fine. But this inventing that you're doing, stop it. So the, the common belief among immigrants is that you're not going to get the job based on your background home experience so you have to make up stuff i even know people who have experience as bas in their home countries work as a ba for many years when they come to the u.s all of a sudden they have to make up some new thing oh i worked in texas i worked in california i worked in new york nobody want to mention that they worked in their home country because they believe that this is going to be limiting and they're not going to get the job because they don't have any experience in that country in the country they're in nothing could be further from the truth okay stop lying that's not going to work the, the main thing I have against lying on the resume is because it always works out wrong and bad. Because when the people who lie on the resume actually get the job, that's where it always goes awry. They get the job, they come into the meeting, and this is, this is a role that you cannot hide. There's nobody to hide behind. You cannot fake it in real life. You can fake the interview, you can fake the resume, you can fake everything, but when you get the job, you cannot fake the performance on the job. So you get into the job and you, you make a mockery of it and you give a bad impression for everybody else coming behind you. Cause you don't know anything. <laughs> i <I'm> just saying. <laughs> you get in there, you don't even know how to write requirements. You don't know how to do a user story. You don't know how to do a workshop. You don't know how to do nothing. And everybody can see it. And then they start labeling you. Based on the country you're from, okay, all Nigerians, we are not going to hire them because they typically don't know what they're doing. Which is unfortunate because there's so many Nigerians that I know, that are killing it, that know what they're doing. But a few of you get in there lying, and you give a bad impression for your entire country. You see what I mean? Just pick on Nigeria, there's many more. People have things to say about Indians. People have things to say about a lot of our countries. Chinese, Vietnamese, and we are representing our entire countries. That's why we should be doing the right things. So you give your whole country a bad name because you're doing shady things. Let's not do shady things, all right? The last thing that people always have misconceptions about is the domain. Domain knowledge. They're like, oh, Caroleez, I never worked in banking before, so how can I get a banking job? Caroleez, you know, I've never worked in energy before, so when they want a person who have energy, I'm not going to be able to get it. I can't even apply because I don't have experience in energy. Oh, Caroleez, I never did telecommunication before, so I see this telecommunication job for BA, but I can't apply because I've never worked in telecommunication. How the hell are you going to get a job in a field if you've never worked in it unless you apply? You'll never have the experience in that industry unless you get a job in that industry. So if you don't apply because you don't have experience, it's a perpetuating problem. You'll always have this problem. Apply anyway, guys. Why are you limiting yourself? And when you get in the interview they ask you, "Okay, we see that you've never worked in telecommunications before. How are you going to manage a job like this?" And you say, "I have done so many things I've never done before. I'm an immigrant." I left my home country with my family and my friends and I moved to this country where I'm taking on new challenges, new things, learning new places, learning everything from scratch. You know what I mean? So I have no problem taking on a new challenge. I have no problem learning a new industry. You over everybody else being an immigrant, you have so much to bring to the table. You have so much ways you can answer that question. Think deeper. Go deeper. Use all of your experience. Including the experience at your home country, including even some personal experiences, the fact that you have to come to a new country and learn new things, learn how this country works, and you're functioning well and succeeding in this country, use that to your advantage as well when you answer your questions in the interview. What are you doing trying to hide your history? What are you doing trying to hide your culture? Be proud of it. Use it as your advantage. You have an advantage with it. That what makes you unique and different. That's going to make you stand out in the interview if you know how to use it properly. So let's not hear anymore about let me hide and I don't know this and let me not talk about, let me not apply to this job because I've never worked in the industry before. It's nonsense. Stop it. <laughs> okay. So we're not going to do these things anymore for this year. We're not going to be worried about having a job in the current country that we're in. If you have a job from your home country, it's perfectly fine. We're not gonna ignore all of our work experience and only put on the resume what we did since we've been in this country. Typically you want your resume to go back ten years and you don't have to put bullet points for everything you've worked in. We are not going to hide ourselves from LinkedIn. I didn't talk about this one. Some people don't want to put a LinkedIn profile because you don't want it to be seen, you know, where they worked and what they did. I mean the biggest place to find job, the most popular place to find job is LinkedIn. So if you're gonna hide for one or two people. When the entire world is at your fingertips, that's on that's on you. But I would suggest that it's good for you to have a LinkedIn profile, go get one. It's the way you're gonna get a job, okay? We're not gonna worry about domain knowledge. If you don't have a domain knowledge, apply anyway. That's all you learn. Go out there and do, okay? And we're not gonna be lying on the resume no more. Everybody can't have 10 years of experience. Everybody cannot have 10 years of experience. And it's unrealistic to think that you're gonna leave college and you just had a few years since you left college, maybe, but yet you have 10 years of experience or you've only had jobs as business analyst. What a lot of immigrants are doing is, I want a job as a BA, so I gotta put only BA on my resume. So if they worked as customer service, if they worked uh, in a store, if they worked in warehouse, whatever they did before as they're coming up, they omit all of that, disappeared, <laughs> not on the resume. And all they put on the resume are these big high-profile jobs from corporate America that is BA jobs. And the expectation is, well, when you leave college, you tend to just bounce around a little bit and then you start your first job. And because they're unwilling to admit that this is their first job, they get into the interview and they're overwhelmed because they're lying. They're trying to pretend that they've been working on all these projects. And what they end up doing is, Become very transparent and very obvious if you go in front of a person like me you know you're not going to come out of there trying to fool me telling me that you've been working as a being I ask you a simple thing how do you elicit these requirements and when I get deeper and deeper into the questioning you start falling apart because you have no idea you give you you give fluffy fluffy answers high-level answers work on this project and it was to improve the customer service and da da, da, da. I don't want to hear that I'm gonna ask you specifically about the data you collected And how you are able to confirm that this is the right data. You don't want to get an interview with me because I'm going to ask you, you're going to, you're going to unravel. (laughs) You're going to unravel if you're lying, right? You're going to unravel. And I'm telling you, I've been through interviews where me as a seasoned business analyst, I was put through the rigor because they want to, they want to make sure I'm not one of these, um, people pretending, right? So what you do is you really, contaminate the pool everybody's out here trying to get a job and when you come in and you have this beautiful resume with so many wonderful things on it and then they call you and they have a conversation with you and they quickly realize that that resume does not match that person they know you're lying so they start putting two and two together and they start pattern recognition to say okay people from this country with this background typically are lying on their resume can you imagine the damage you've done to all of your countrymates who, some of them are very well qualified and they have to go through the same um, rigor and have to combat the negative impression that you've given because you did what you did. Listen, let's start thinking about others, okay? Now, if you don't know how to become a BA, I have lots of courses out there, legitimate ways to become a BA, right? I have the courses for you to learn the fundamentals and how to do Business analysis on projects. I mean, you kind of have to learn it, right? Because you're looking at the money like, oh, I want to get this job, I want to make this money. But you actually have to work hard to really release the energy known as money. <laughs> you know, money is just energy. It shouldn't be your focus. Your focus should be adding value, doing something of worth, and the money will come, all right? So let's avoid all of these misconceptions that's out there Let's not live into that. Let's not lean into that. Let's not think about that. Let's not limit ourselves by worrying about these things. You package yourself well and get into that interview and they will have no choice but to consider you for the job. You're going to be knowledgeable. You're going to be articulate. You're going to be confident. You're going to know what you're talking about and be seen to know what you're talking about. And they will consider you for the job, regardless of your background. You're not being limited. Nobody's holding you back. The only person holding you back is you with your limiting beliefs about yourself. Free your mind from the fact that you think you cannot get the job. Free your mind. You can. And you're going to go out there with all of your background, including from your home country. And you're going to get the job. Because so many of us have done it. Why not you? Why not you? Why do you think that we all could have come here? We all got jobs after a few months. Like for me, it took me quite a while. Maybe like, what, three months? I started looking for jobs uh, around October. And I got my first role in December. So it wasn't that long. But there, there are people that may have spent six months. Some people have got last the whole year. But everybody eventually gets the job. Alright, so if we all have done it, you will do it too. And many of us are doing it the right way. You may be only interfacing with people who are lying on the resume and doing all kind of shady stuff, and you think that's all you have to do too? No. You can tell the truth and get the right job, get the high paying job. You can tweak your resume and not invent a resume. You can not have had a job in the country you're currently in and get a job in the country you're currently in. All of what you're thinking is a limitation is actually not a limitation. You can get it all, all right? So I just wanted to tell you that and I wanted to encourage you. It's hard looking for a job. It's stressful. It's There's lots of anxiety. You have bills piling up. You have all these things to do. You need a constant source of income and you also want to do something that you can be, you, you can be proud of doing and you're actually enjoying doing. You can put all the skills that you have to good use. You can use your brain the way that got intended. You don't want to only be out there driving Uber, right? You're underemployed. You have a master's degree driving Uber. You have a master's degree doing Instacart. You know you can do more. You're in the rat race, you're working some menial job, and you're like, gosh, this is what we have to do to just make it in this country. That is all everybody tell us. When you come here, you have to do some menial job till you get your footing, then you can move into another position. That's one way. Doesn't have to be the only way. So you're doing a your little job now to make a little money, that's fine. Do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. But I'm telling you that you don't have to hide your entire life to be able to, to transition you don't have to there are many of us who hadn't had to do that god bless us and god can bless you the same way as well now if you enjoy this podcast (laughs) if you enjoy this podcast please share it with your friends right please share the podcast share my youtube videos share my website I really want the support this year come on come on come on we can do it together okay we're trying to be the number one resource for business analysis in the world I have some few competition out there but I want to lead the competition I want to be the number one by providing high quality content by providing good advice by helping people get their job my metric my metric guys is not necessarily how much followers I have I have no interest In publicizing and making a big deal out of how much followers I have no I want to get followers so I'm telling you to share my content but the end result for me is how many people I can help how many people can I help change the arc of their life how many people can I help get into a career that they can do that can help their families So they can earn enough money to help take care of their families. How many people can I help doing that? If I could have that metric as my North Star, what I'm aiming towards, that's what I would have, right? Because it's very hard to track because not everybody who you've helped come back and tell you. So it's hard to track. But that is my goal. That is my, that's the one thing that really resonates with me. I have it deep in my heart, right? So the likelihood of having more of those people by having more followers and more subscribers on YouTube, for example, is greater. So as a function of that, I want to have more followers and more subscribers, right? But the end result of it is if I can help people. And there's so many people who, when they finally um, book a contact with me, they're like, Carly, I'm so happy. I've been watching your videos for years. I really enjoyed it. And they're like, yes, thank you, girl. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you know? Because you don't know, you're just out there putting content out and you hope that somebody, it will resonate with somebody, but you never get the feedback. So if y'all want to send me an email, if y'all want to leave a comment, if y'all want to do something to let me know, I appreciate that because I love to get the feedback and I want to feel like my content is making a difference. And if it is, I really want to be able to start uh, tracking that somehow. But yeah, how many people can I help? How can I become the number one resource for business analysis in the world? With your help for sure. So go out there and follow, subscribe. Check out my Facebook, Facebook y'all. Facebook.com. I post a couple of things per day there. Would be helpful for you as well. So yeah, I actually hope that you got some value from this podcast today. And if you're an immigrant and you're going out there looking for your first job and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling like, Oh my God, I can't break in. I want you to know that you will. You will it's it's sometimes a time game but if you're consistent and you're applying and you're doing the right things you will break in you will break in so keep going at it don't give up sometimes the minute we, we quit is when you're just right there Ah, if you had just kept going you'd have gotten what you were looking for right so don't quit don't give up do what you got to do if you got to drive your uber you got to do whatever else to make your money do it but this job you can have you can have it just like we all have it right you can have it too and you can do well you can excel you can have a good career in whichever company you may land in and if that company doesn't work out you have very big prospects to transfer your skills to another company so just a very lucrative role i'm not saying it's the end all be all i mean i could try to do something else but i've just invested so much in this so far and i just want to help others because it's a soft landing in the tech and it's something you can do you can definitely do All right, so we've come to the end of this recording. I hope you found this valuable. And I will see y'all next time. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Real World Business Analysis Podcast with Caroleese. Remember to check out our latest books, courses, templates, and other resources at Carolise.com. That's K-A-R-A-L-E-I-S-E.com. Take the fit test on our website to find out if you're a fit for business analysis and get the results right away. Check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Join our Facebook group called Real World Business Analysis and IT. We're also on Instagram and LinkedIn at Caroleese. Goodbye for now. And remember, you are a business analyst rock star. So keep it real. Peace.